Okay, good morning. I'd like to welcome everyone to our first... Yes, yes. To our first Vez Hashem, uh, what do you call it, legal holiday uh, breakfast and cheer. Today it was sponsored, it was co-sponsored, anonymously, Lila Nishma, Zisul Bas Aryeh Doiv, Achavar Baruch Morkha Ben Kalev, Zev Ben Yishai Chaim, Aaron Ben Yaakov, and the other co-sponsor was Mr. and Mrs. Chaim Davis. So we're going to talk today about Erev Shavuos, and we're going to talk about the Luchais. We think the Luchais should be something that we um, are familiar with, how they look, and what they teach us. And yet, if we look in the Gemara and Shkalim and other Gemaras, we'll see, and hopefully today we'll get a little clarity into what the Luchais actually look like. Now, the Gemara in Shkalim and Avtazayin Amud Beis, based on a Pasuk, the Pasuk in Vashanan says, Vayagid lochem is brisa yasher tziva eschem lasay saseres advarim. Mysh Rabbeinu relates that HaKadosh Baruch Hu told us the Aseres Adibrois, Vayichtevei Malshnei Luchay Savonim. And he wrote them on two tablets of stone. So the Gemara relates a machlaikis, a four-way machlaikis. Hananya ben Gamliel says that there were five dibrois on each luach. There were five dibrois, and that's the normal way, probably, we all picture, like you have on the Arankaitish in places, you have five dibrois on the right side, five dibrois on the second side, on the left side. Now, it doesn't say anywhere, by the way, that the luchas were attached. Everyone has this picture that they were one unit. It says Shnei Luchas, there were two tablets. It doesn't say anywhere, as far as I know, that they were attached. There were two separate tablets, and on each one, my Shabbat came to the carrying down the two Luchas, the two tablets, and according to Hananya and Amlio, we had five, the first of the five Aseris Hadibrois on one side, and the other five on the other side. The Rabbanon come along, says the Gemara, and they say there were ten Dibrois on each Luach. Reb Shimon Bar Yechai says there were 20 Dibrois on each Luach. And Rabbi Simai says there were 40 Dibrois on each Luach. This is a Gemara in Shkalim, Tezayin Amid Beis. So we have to now figure out, we seem to know only one quarter of the opinions about the Luchais. So let's figure out exactly what was going on there. Now, there are two main Mepharshim who come to explain this Gemara and give us an idea of what the Luchais look like. The first one is the Rizvaz, the Radvaz, I'm sorry, the Radvaz in Achuva, that someone asked him, how do the Luchais look? And he asked him to explain this Gemara. And the second one is the Mabit in Beis Alikim, the Mabit, it's from the time to the Beis Yosef and Svas, and in his Sefer, Shara Yisaitis Perik Yudbeis, Beis Alikim, Shara Yisaitis Perik Yudbeis, he also has a very lengthy discussion to explain this Machlaikis. Now, the first Gemara that we have to know about, and this is a Gemara in Shabbos, and at the same time it's a Rashi in Parshas Kisisa, and that Rashi tells us on the word Luchais, the word Luchais was written Lamed Ches Sof, without the Vav. So Rashi says, without the Vav is more of a Lashen Yachid, singular more than, in, uh, than, uh, than uh, plural. And therefore Rashi says, Shehem Shavim. 
because both tablets were exactly the same. They looked the same, they were the same size, they were the same weight, everything was the same about them. Number one. Number two, Rashi tells us, on the words, Ksuvim Mishnei Avrayim, they were written on two both sides, says Rashi, Mizel Mizahim Ksuvim. So the famous Rashi, quoting the Gemara in Shabbos, says that the carving of the letters went all the way through to the other side. So when you looked at the other side, you saw the carving of the letters through the back side as well. Says Rashi, the famous Rashi, Mem Visamach Beneis Hayoimdin. The two letters, Mem and Samach, which are both squares, so therefore the middle part um, of the Mem and the Samach is not attached to any other part of the letter. So if you've gone all the way through, so how is that middle part standing? If you have a Samach, so you've, you've engraved it all the way through to the other side, so how's that middle piece standing? So Chazal tells us, Mem v'samach b'neis hayu aymdin. It was a nice. It was a nice that that middle part of the Mem and Samach remained in its place and didn't fall. Now, so, the Pashup Shat, let us first go through the Radvaz and the way he explains it. The Radvaz explains as follows. The Pashup Shat, like we all know it, Rab Chanina ben Amliel, there were five Dibrois on each side. So that's simple. Now, the second Mandamar, the Rabbanon, they say there were ten Dibrois on each side. So that means, according to the Radvaz, that each luach, each tablet, had the entire Aseris Hadibrois written on it. From Anoichi to Asher L'Reyecha, the last letter. Now, the question says the Radvaz, you may ask me, I understand if there's five and five, why you need two. But if you have ten on the first one, what do you need a second one for? Why are there two exact copies of the Aseris Hadibrois and the Luchas. What do you need two for? So the Radvaz answers, and it's more of the Kabbalah, so I'm not sure what he's talking about, but he talks a lot of Kabbalah in this piece, and he says, there's the concept of Yamin and small, right and left, and one is Rachamim and Chesed, and one is Din, and he says that if you're going to have all of the Aseris Hadibrois only on one tablet, now you'll say if there's only one, there's no right or left, but somehow one of them is corresponding to the right, and one's corresponding to the left, there's going to be some type of, uh, it's not going to be even. You'll have too much of a Hisgabrus of Rachamim, or too much of a Hisgabrus of Din, in order to even out whatever this means, this idea, says the Radvat, you need it too. We'll see in the Mabit a different shot, which maybe is a little bit easier for us to understand, but that's what the Radvat says, there, need, there needed to be two that there should be some type of they should be even on both sides and you won't have any problems in the uh, spiritual world now comes along the Radvaz let's say that's very good but Rav Shimon Bar Yechai tells us there's 20 Dibrais on each Luach now how do you get 20? so the Radvaz learns as follows there's another famous Rashi slash Gemara Medrash that everyone knows and that's Rashi tells us that you were able to read the Aseris Hadibrais from both sides of the Luchas. Meaning, it was carved through and through, and you were able to read it on the other side as well. 
Now if you look in the Gemara and Shabbos where this Gemara is quoted and you look at Rashi, Rashi there says very simply, it was carved through, Rashi says, so the word Nivum, let's say there's a word Nivum, which there is no word Nivum in the Atar Sadibras, and all the words the Gemara uses as an example there, three words are not in the Atar Sadibras, there's a Meshachachma about that, but that's a different Shmuz, but Nivum says Rashi, you read it backwards, Baivan. In other words, Rashi says that when you, the Atar Sadibras were carved through and through, so if you looked on the back side, what did you see? You saw backwards letters. That's what you saw. Nivuv was Baivan. It was backwards. So on the front you saw Nivuv. On the back you would see the Bays above, the Bays and the Nun. You couldn't read it forward. All you saw was backwards. That's how Rashi in Masech Shabbat says it. And when Rashi in Parshas Kisisa writes that you were able to read it on both sides, he writes, Umaisa Nisim Haya. It was a nice. Now what was a nice? So if you look at the Tiftech HaChamim, he quotes the Mizrahi, and he says the nace was that the Mem and the Samach didn't fall. That was the nace. There was no other nace with the Luchais other than the Mem and the Samach miraculously stayed there. But if you looked at the back side, you saw a mirror image. You saw backwards letters, you saw nothing. However, there is a Medrash that the Mizrahi quotes, and Rabbi Nechabachaya brings it, and others bring it. The Medrash says that when you looked at the front of the Luchas, you were able to read everything straight. When you looked at the back of the Luchas, you were also able to read it straight. Now even though it was carved through and through, that almost doesn't make any sense. Because if you have... Um, because if you start off Anoichi, on this side, like the, like the Sarah Sadibra starts, and you go to the other side and it's through and through, you should be seeing backwards and Aleph. How am I seeing an Anoichi Hashem Alekecha from the back side? That's what Rashi means, it was a nice. So there's an opinion, it's not the Gemara and Shabbos, there's an opinion that says that it went through and through, but when you got to the other side, I don't know exactly if you would put your finger through the Luchas, exactly where things would change, because your Aleph is supposed to go all the way through, but somehow when you got to the other side, you were able to read it again straight, not a mirror image. So comes along the Radvaz, and he says that the third opinion, Rav Shimon Bar Yechai, who says 20, he says, when you looked at the front, you saw 10. If you would go around to the back, miraculously, you would see the same 10 forwards. So there were 10 on the front and 10 on the back that you were able to read clearly. How that happened? That was a mace. That was a mace. That is Rav Shimon Bar Yechai's Shita of 20. <coughs> Rav Simai, who says 40, he says, very simple, the Luchais had a front and a back, and they had sides as well. There was thickness to the Luchais. So the Luchais, no matter which side of the four sides you went to, you were able to read all Aseris Hadibras. Now again, how that carving worked, I don't know. It was part of the nates. You stood in the front, you saw Al-Asaris Adibris going through to the other side. You stood in the back, you saw Al-Asaris Adibris. You stood on the side, you stood on the side, all four directions, not up and down, says the Radvaz. Nobody reads things up and down. You don't need from the bottom and top. You stand around things, you read it, so no matter where you were around it, you were able to see all Asaris Adibris. That is how the Radvaz learns Pshandas Gemara. So again, 
The five and five is easy. Ten and ten is easy. Both of those opinions, if you went to the back side of the Luchos, you saw backwards letters. You saw backwards letters. But if it's 20, so then you saw 10 in the front, and it was a nice 10 on the other side. And if it was 40, 10, 10, 10, and 10, wherever you went, there was a nice. So the first two are not going with the nice part, and the second two are going with the nice part. That is a very simple way to understand the Machlechus. And that's what the Razvar says. But the Beis Elikim, the Mabit and Beis Elikim, he comes along and he goes through each one and he says something fascinating. And he says like this, let us first deal with, he gets much more into detail. The first Mandamer, the one that we all know about, this Lucha is five and five. Now we just said something before, that Rashi said both Luchais were exactly the same in their size and their weight. So this is a famous Tvartar the Beis Elikim said someone a few weeks ago came over to me after davening and stelled it to one of the things we said in the Drasha he says if you think about it the first five of the Aseris HaDibras have a lot of words a lot of words the second five Loisirtzach Loisinnach Loisignach very few words so now remember when you chisel through you're taking out stone right so the weight on the first five of Vatarasadibras, where there's so much more stone being taken out, should be much lighter than the other side where there's much less stone removed because there's much less letters. That's the Mabit is bothered by this question. So comes along the Mabit and he says, You should know that the way Akadish Baruch who did it, they were exactly the same. How is it possible? Because you could change the font size. Right? You could change how big your letters are. So Anoichi Hashem until we got to the end of the first five Dibrois were whatever size they were. And the other side, Loi Signai. That was in gigantic letters because we had to make up for all the letters we're missing. Loi Signai, It was gigantic. And the lesson, says the Mabit, is an unbelievable lesson. Because Moshe Rabbeinu is coming down from our Sinai. All of Kalei is waiting to see him come with the Luchais. From the distance he's coming. And they're all straining their eyes to see, this is it, the Luchais Hashem wrote. And what's the first thing they see? They don't see Anaychi Hashem They don't see Lo'yi L'chalim Acherim. They see Lo'yisirtzach, Lo'yisirnach, Lo'yisignach. All the Beinodim L'chaveirats. That's the first thing they see. The concept of Derech Eretz, Kadma The concept of how important Bein Adam is. You can't just focus on Bein Adam However you want to twist the Vart from here and on, you could do. But the idea being that the first thing that they saw was the side of Bein Adam because that was like sticking out and jumping out at them. That's the first Chiddush that the Mabit says in the understanding of five and five, that that's the, uh, the, the standard way of having the Luchas. The second Manda Amar says the Mabit, ten and ten. So that's also pretty easy to do. And the Mabit says you have ten, just like the Radvat says, you have ten, all Aseris Adibra symbols on each Luach. And he says, the reason why you need two is because there's a concept of two Aden. And we'll see what that means in a moment. Just hold the thought. Two Aden. So therefore, even though it's two of the same thing, but two of the same thing is like two Aden. And we'll get to explain that in a moment. Now, what about the Mandamar who says 20? 
So here the Mabit comes with a very big Kiddush. And he says as follows. The first thing is, he says, we have to know how big the Luchites were. So the Gemara in Shkalim says that the Luchites, there's a Shaila in the Gersais there, but the way we have the Gersa, the Luchites were one Amma by one Amma, which is six Tvachim by six Tvachim, um, length and width, and the thickness was three Tvachim. So it was a square front, but the thickness was three Tvachim. So says the Mabit, I want to tell you something. He says that first of all, and this is you have to know, even in the Mandamar, all ten were on the the um, were on the each luach. He says, how was the Aseris Hadibrais written? Was it every dibor got its own line? Did we just write it until we got to the next dibor? Were there spaces? Were there paragraphs, commas? What was there? So he says that the way the Aseris Hadibrais were written were letter after letter after letter um, letter after letter after letter without any spaces between words and spaces between sentences and if you split up there are Kaminyan Ketzer, there are 620 letters in the Aseris Hadibrais, and we'll get to that as well. If you split them up evenly, you will get that there are 20 lines of 31 letters. Which means, says the Mabit, that really when we got to the end of the first line, we were in the middle of a word. We were in the middle of the word Mitzrayim. Mem Tzadirash Yud, the next line was the Mem. When you looked at the Aseris Hadibrois, all you saw was one long run-on sentence from the Aleph to the Chaf of Lereyacha. There were no words, there were no sentences, there were no paragraphs, nothing. A bunch of letters. Okay, if all ten are on the front, it's not the end of the world. Okay, you could read it, you'll figure out where Anayich Yashem, the Mitzrayim, you'll make it to the next end of the line. Not the end of the world. That's the Mandama that there were ten, like we said before, on each Luach. But according to the Mandama, there were twenty. Says the Mabit, he does not want to go with the opinion that there was any Nisim that went on in how to read it. So he says, you know, it's a funny thing. If you have all ten on the front, you go to the back. If you have a view from the back, you see everything backwards. Who wants to see things backwards? It doesn't make sense. So comes along the next opinion and says like this. Really what happened was, on the front side, let's just deal with the word Amnaiki just for an example. It was an Aleph, and then there was a space. And then there was a Nun, and then there was a space. Chav, space, Yud, space. So, every, war, every letter had a space. Now, what was in that space? That was the letters from the other side. So, if you were looking at the other side, you would have, again, just for example, you would see a backwards Aleph of, uh, or we make an Aleph backwards, Aleph, and then you have uh, Nun, and then you'll have Chav, and then you'll have Yud. So, if you would have one of those... Um, what are those things you get in the uh, cereal boxes? You know, those uh, 
that you, you, you put it on and you're able to read the code, one of those code readers, right? So you take the code reader and you put it on the front of the Luchite and it would block out every other backward letter. You would see, oh, Anaychi. If you go to the other side with your code reader, you'd also see it. Now, it's not just the word Anaychi because let's just say it starts Anaychi and gets to be based on Vodim. So you have Anaychi on this side and then you'll have the coming the other side. So, but if you had your code reader, you'd be able to see it. But if you looked at the luchais from the front, it almost made no sense. You would see an aleph and a backward letter from the other side. A non, a backward letter from the other side. And you almost couldn't even put the letters together to read them. You go to the other side, you have the same thing. But says the Mabid, and we'll explain to that why this is true, why we needed this. But that is how you have ten on the front, and then you have ten on the back. And if you have your code reader, you'll be able to read 10 on the front, 10 on the back. No, nace went on. According to the Manda Amar that there was 40, so the Mabit says like this, if we have 10 on the front and 10 on the back. So that means to say all Aseris Hadibrois fit in a space of 6 by 6, square. Now every side is 6 by 3, which is half of that space. So you could fit, so now we have 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, right? So if you're going to fit, I'm sorry, you have four sides, right? You have four, you have four thickness sides, I'm sorry, you have four thickness sides. So what you're going to do is there's going to be five debris on this side, and then five debris on the other side, five on bottom, and five on top. So if you have 10 on the front, 10 on the back is 20, 5 and 5 is another 10 is 30, and 5 and 5 is another 10 is 40. And each one of these, each one of these was the same thing that you'll have every other letter backwards. That's how you have them going through both sides. That was the right path. The Razvaz held there was nothing on top and bottom because he held the whole thing was Maïs and Nisan. But the Mabit is saying, I want to get 40 on... The Razvaz actually, you're right, held that you saw all 10 on each side. Right? All 10. That's why you didn't need the tops. He's... The, the uh, Mabit's not going with any, um, any Nisan. So if we're able to fit in a space 6 by 6, 10, so 6 by 3 will fit 5. And again, the 5, they're all going through on both sides. Now... This was really, even though he doesn't want to attribute to the Mycenaeism, but Mem and Samach was a problem before. But over here, you're having everything intersecting with each other. There's got to be, if you would scientifically get into the Luchites, you would see a lot of Nisim going on there. It doesn't make sense. There's a lot more things that are, that are going beneath. So that is how the Mabit learns. So according to the Mabit, if you looked at the Luchites, you Mamash didn't see anything. You couldn't read the Aseris HaDibris from, no, from the, n- none of the sides. There was it was all forwards and backwards letters what was the point of all this so the Mabit says as follows he says first of all you have to realize as we said before there are 620 letters in Nasaris Hadivir's Kaminyan Kesar so now we know there's Taryag Mitzvah that's 613 and the last seven Asher L'Reyecha so many Shittas there's different ways of saying what those seven represent but some say it represents the seven main Mitzvahs the Rabbonon um, the Aleph of Asher is Avelos the Shin is Simcha which is Simcha Chasa the Reish is Rechitza which is Natila Sedayim 
the Lamed is Lechem, which is like Bishalakam and Pasakam, all those things. The Resh is Rishuyais, which is Erevin. The Ayin is Amalek, which refers to Kriyas Megillah. And the Chaf is Kayhanim, which refers to Hanukkah. So the Asher L'Reyecha represents, those seven represents the seven Mitzvahs the Rabbana. So, so we have Taryag, so let's just deal with Taryag. Taryag. Now, we have to realize something. Number one. Rav Sajigayin, Mishabura quotes this, Rav Sajigayin says that really the Aseris Hadibris encompassed all Taryag Mitzvahs. And if you know what you're doing, so you would be able to figure out which every letter in the Aseris Hadibris corresponds to a mitzvah. So the Aleph corresponds to something, the Nun corresponds to something, the Chaf. You don't need a Naichi to mean something. Every letter stands for something individual. So therefore, says the Mabit, when Hashem wanted you to look at the Luchais and see these 613 letters, He didn't want you getting caught up that there's a Theres Hadibris here. He wanted you to remember, see that Aleph? The Aleph stands on its own, because it represents one mitzvah. Now there's a backwards letter, so I'm not connected to my nun. And the nun, that stands for something else. Of course, if I have the decoder to get rid of my backwards letters, I'll be able to read everything straight. But Hashem wanted every letter standing on its own, not connected to another letter as part of a word, to teach us the lesson that every letter on the Tzaris HaDibris represents one of the 613 mitzvahs. Now, HaKadosh Baruch Hu, when he said that Aseris HaDibrois, how did he say them? He said them, Rashi, Chazal tell us, B'dibur Echad. In one speaking, whatever that means, it's It's impossible for a person to do it, and truthfully, therefore, it's impossible for us to really explain what he did, because we don't have a concept of saying multiple words, B'dibur Echad. What does that mean? How do you say Shamar B'zachar, B'dibur Echad? I say all Aseris HaDibrois in one shot. But we believe HaKadosh Baruch Hu did that. Afterwards, he went and he broke it up. We heard a mumble-jumble, which was all that Aseris HaDibros. Afterwards, Hashem and or Moshe Rabbeinu came and said, Oh, by the way, Anoichi Hashem Lekechel, Yelechelim HaKerem, etc., etc. Now, that's number one. Number two, V'chol Ha'am Royim Es HaKoyles. We were able to see the sound. How do you see sound? So Chazal tell us. We heard HaKadosh Baruch Hu saying it, and we saw the letters fly out from Kavayachal Hashem, and imprint themselves or engrave themselves straight onto the Luchas. We watched the creation of the Luchas. Now remember, Meshabbeinu, we didn't get the Luchas until Shavasar Batam was when he broke them. This whole, you know, in the kindergarten, they come home on Shavuos with our Sina with all Luchas at top. There's no Luchas. We got no Luchas on Shavuos. I always ask my kids, what did we get? And, uh, there's a, and, uh, we did not get any Luchas, right? They, we got them on Shavasar Batam when Meshabbeinu came down broke them. We didn't get the second one until Yom Kippur. So obviously, the original one who made that arts and crafts, the idea was that Aseris Hadibra should be there on top of Arsinai. But the Medjish really tells us that we did see the Luchites. We didn't get them. But we saw Hashem's Dibur. We saw the call, the voice of Hashem, the words, engrave themselves onto the Luchites. So we saw the creation. Then Hashem said to Moshe, come up and you'll take it be 40 days, you'll bring them out to Kaisal. But we saw it. So now, the what? 
that's the Majish. The Majish says that. The Majish says we saw it. And that's Kail Hashem based on that Pasuk. So, as a Zecher for these two Nisim that we saw, number one, that Hashem said it B'dibur Echad. How do you explain something B'dibur Echad? Well, that's very easy. If we could look at the Aseris HaDibra, it's even Lefi the Mandama, it's all ten. And there are no pauses, there's no words, there's no sentences, there's nothing. It's one long run on Aleph Tachaf. Say, what, what kind of, this is, this is how you talk? This is how you tell someone something? The Territ says, that is a Zecher, that it was all said B'dibur Echad, in one chat. Aleph Tachaf happened in one chat. And we watched it happen as it imprinted itself on the Luchas. So that is why the Luchas look like that. And that, says the Mabit, is why we wanted also the backwards on the other side to realize that each letter re- stands for one of the, one of the Tariag Mitzvahs on its own. Now, since this was a recollection and a remembrance and a, a zikaran of these nisim that Hashem's dibur echad went and engraved itself on the luchais, so this is what we said before. This is why you needed two, even if they were from the mandamrim of ten, twenty, and forty. Both of them were exactly the same. You had all ten, twenty, and forty on each luach. The answer is two edim. There's a concept of two edim, and these luchais are the witnesses that testify. Two, Hakadosh Baruch Hu's dibor that we saw it. The Chalam Royim es Hakaylois, we saw it, and it was the dibor echad. So these luchos were the testimony to that. Now, the last lesson, and this is a very important lesson that the Aseris Hadibrois teach us, and this is something that the way the Mabit explains it, it could be used to understand numerous things throughout the Torah, and this is as follows. Chazal tell us that really we only have well let's go backwards a second Chazal tell us that the Torah was written uh, 900 whatever generations a long time before the world was created the Torah was written now Chazal tell us also that the Torah all the letters are the Shemus of HaKadosh Baruch Hu. from beginning from the from the Bereshis to the Lamed of Kal Yisrael are really just Shemus of HaKadosh Baruch Hu. now what does that mean? It's Shemus. Baratius is Hashem's name? Bara is Hashem's name? And this question I get, the second question I'm about to say, I get all the time in school, people ask this. You know, is there a concept of Bechira if Hashem knows everything? Right? Yediyan Bechira, the famous endless Shaila. The Rambam says there's no way for us to understand it because if we would understand it, it would be Hashem. And since we're not Hashem, we can't understand it. What can we do? That's the Rambam's way. Okay. But, you can approach the Torah and say, I don't understand. Vayikach, Kairach, ben Yitzhar, ben Kos, ben Levi. And Kairach came along and argued, Moshe Rabbeinu got destroyed. Did Kairach have Bechira? Well, I would say, yeah, he had Bechira. So that means after he did it, it was written in the Torah. One second, you just told me the Torah was written long before the world was created. So it means the story of Kairach is already in the Torah. The story of the Miraglim is already in the Torah. The story of Pari is already in the Torah. The, the brothers with Yah, it's all in the Torah already. So what's going on? So where's the Bechira? It was written uh, thousands of years before the world was created. It was already written in the Torah. So they had to do it. I mean, they got to follow the storyline. So, so where's the Bechira? 
So the Mabit explains this, and this is the idea also that it's Kulo Shem The Torah was written in Shemayim, the Gemara says, Eish Chayral, Eish Levana, from the, from the letter base to the last letter Lamit. But it was one long run-on sentence. Now, as you know, in word finds, sometimes people find words that weren't on the list. Why? Because a lot of times, letters move themselves together in different ways that you could, words are made even though it's not on your original list. When we, and this is a problem we have, because we have the Torah the way it was given to us, and when we look at the word Bereshis, Bar Aleikim, we see Bereshis Bar Aleikim. But truthfully, but truthfully, Let's just take that for an example. Bereshis Baralikim. Let's say it's written like this. Okay. So it's written all. So now, we know you, you um, divided up Bereshis Baralikim. What happens if I told you that there's a shame of HaKadosh Baruch Hu that is Berosh? And then there's another one that's Yisbar. And then there's another shame of HaKadosh Baruch Hu that's Alabalus. So now I've just broken it up into all different types of words that aren't the original words. Well, it doesn't make sense to us because we read it the way it's, we got it. But if we would know all of Hashem's Shemus, so then we'd be able to see it in an entirely different fashion. And the same thing, and you have to work it out because we can't figure out how it is, it's the same thing. If the story of the Miraglim wouldn't have happened, those letters in the Torah would be there, they would say something else. What it would say there, I don't know. But it didn't have to be that because it could, Hashem in His way, it could spell all different types of things. Once it turned on the Miraglim, Kairaf, they did their thing, now the story's here, now the letters formed themselves into that thing. Now, that doesn't mean to say that when we got the Torah, this is the only way to read it. We have it one way. But, like we said, the Shemus of HaKadosh Baruch Hu, that still exists. We don't know it, but maybe the Kubalim know how to read the Torah that way. In Shemayim they know how to read the Torah that way. There's numerous ways of reading the Torah, and we only have one of them. We only have one of them. And that's a very important Jesuit. And this was really the Machlaikis when Moshe Rabbeinu went up to Shemayim, and the Malachim said, what are you doing? You're giving the Torah to people? So Hashem says, give them an answer. So what does Moshe Rabbeinu say? Uh, do you have parents? Uh, do, you have, do you work? So did you go out of Mitzrayim? And the Malachim didn't know that that's what it says in the Torah? Of course they knew that. The Malachim had a problem. They said, that way of reading the Torah? Not get us. You could have it. Don't work on Shabbos. You went out of Mitzrayim. You could have all that. But you know what? There's so much deeper to the Torah. There's the shameless of HaKadosh Baruch Hu. There's secrets. There's so many other levels and layers of the Torah. That? Hashem, you're giving that to people? All of those secrets you're giving to people? So Hashem says to Moshe Rabbeinu, answer that. And Moshe Rabbeinu answered them, it's a package deal. You don't get one and without the other. You can't say, give the people, give human beings the part that's negat to them, but we're going to leave the rest up here in Shemayim. Hashem says, when I'm giving the Torah to the people, they're getting everything. They're getting it all. And therefore, even though, yes, it's going to break itself up into people-sized, bite-sized pieces for people of how to read the Torah, but we have to know that this is only one way of reading the Torah. And a zecher of that are the luchais. That's another reason the luchais could not be broken up into words. Because if you break it up into words and into sentences, you've minimized to the human mind that this is Torah and that's it. So when you 
you looked at the Luchais, you said to yourself, one second, I can't read that. Okay, I can start reading Anaychi, what does Hashem do that for? The answer is, you know what? Maybe there's a word, Aleph, Nun, Chav, Yud, Yud, K, and that's Hashem's name. The beginnings of Anaychi Hashem. That's not, I am Hashem, it's Hashem, it's HaKadosh Baruch Hu. Or it means something, Al-Pi There's a lot more than meets the eye. But if you'll make it a Sefer Tyra like we have, and that's Avada, that's how you write a Sefer Tyra, but we have to remember, because you can't just write a wrong, long run-on sentence, Hashem gave it to us in this form, but we always have to have some type of Zikaran, that this is just one way of reading the Tyra. There's so much more depth to it. And that, says the Mabit, is what the Luchais represented. So when you looked at the Luchais, we have in our mind, and of course, that's the Pasha, the five and the five, and even the ten, you have in your mind that you could see the Aseris Adibrois, but even if it's ten on, all, on each Luach, you didn't see it clearly. It took work to try to figure it out. Number one, as we said, to realize that there's more depth to Taira. Number two, to remember that we saw the Kail of Hashem, which was Bedibur Echad, imprint itself onto the Luchais, which is a Zecher to that unbelievable miracle. And if you go with the further Mandamrim of the 20s and the 40s, you have another thing. You couldn't even make it out. You needed a decoder to start looking at the Luchais. Why? For another lesson. For each letter stands on its own and represents another letter, another mitzvah, the Torah, and that's communion kesser. And that's what the luchas were for. And that is, according to the Mabit, with all these chidushim, this is how the luchas looked. And those are the lessons that we're supposed to learn from the luchas. That when you saw the luchas, you learned all about Maimed Har Sinai. You know, Hashem didn't have to make, and this is something that Hashem will talk about more shuas, what did He need the whole event for? Just give the Torah through Maishu Rabbeinu. Hashem orchestrated this unbelievable event where He opened up the heavens, we were able to see things happening, we saw the creation of the Luchas, we saw all of this. Chazal tell us, Butla Zuamasa. When Kla Yisrael came to Har Sinai, the Zuama, what's Zuama? Zuama is like dirt, schmutz, it's like dirt. We didn't have that anymore. And in fact, in Dayenu it says, Ilu kervanu l'vnei Sinai, v'leinasan l'anu esatayra. What are we coming to Sinai for if we're not getting the Tyra? So the Rishayinim say, because we lost that Zuama. What's that Zuama? So one of the Rishayinim explains it, and he says, I remember it's the Rekev, or the Kalba, he says, Zuama is the lack of clarity in Amuna. When you have a window that's dirty, you can't see clearly. Kalah saw the world has a lack of clarity since other Marishans Chet, when Ra came to the world. We came to Harsinah, Kodesh Baruch wanting to imprint Emunah on Klai Yisrael. Maimed Harsinah is what we live with, we tell our children and their children, we were all eyewitnesses to Maimed Harsinah, because we have a straight, a straight uh, chain back to Maimed Harsinah. Why? This is how Klai Yisrael, Taira, Yiddishkeit, Bnei Yisrael started off our career with Maimed Harsinah. And HaKadosh Baruch who wanted there to be some quote-unquote physical remembrance of the Nisim that went on to remember all the Yisaitis that we learned about the Torah that we're getting and that was in the Luchais that he created on our Sinai eventually Moshe Rabbeinu brought them down we lost the first ones we got the second ones they may have looked different that might be time for a different share and a different time if the first and second Luchas were the same or different but the idea of all of these Nisim which are Yisaitis HaMunah that's the Luchais that we got.